Thank you so much for tuning in to Wove Inspiration, the Monday edition. I am your host, Althea Richardson, and today's show is sponsored by Anchor.fm. If you've always wanted to start a podcast and make money doing it, go to anchor.fm slash start to join me and the diverse community of podcasters already using Anchor. That's anchor.fm slash start. So today I will be talking about fear. Yeah, we, it's valid. It's definitely valid with everything that's going on with this coronavirus individuals losing their jobs, individuals, or even myself, looking at this whole thing and it's like, it's it's crazy, it's madness, all of this stuff that's, that's happening. But this is reality. This is what we're dealing with. We're having to stay in our homes, you know, get comfortable in where we are. And we have to deal with the fact that coronavirus is out and it's taking a lot of lives. So talk about what is fear. This is Althea and you're listening to Wove Inspiration, the Monday edition. All right, let's go ahead and get into this. We are going to talk about fear. Now with, wow, we are really this whole situation with the COVID-19 has been a major eye opener for I'm sure a lot of people because, um, wow, I just, it's, it's just amazing. Everything is having to be shut down. We've had to really alter our lives, make major adjustments. I know that when I'm driving home, I'm usually stopping to the store to get a snack or something on my way home, just a snack on my way home. I don't even do that right now because it's like, I don't want to go into the store. I got to make sure that I have all of my supplies, like my mask and my and gloves or some kind of um, Clorox uh, sanit- uh, hand wipe or whatever. It's just crazy. We are having to really make adjustments in our lives during this time. And um, in addition to all of that, there might be people that are out there that have, I mean, prior to all of this, were struggling maybe financially or whatever the case is. And um, now this basically compounds everything else that's was already going on in their lives. So there is a lot of fear. And most of the time when fear, when we do experience fear, it has something to do with the unknown. And the coronavirus situation is definitely unknown. It's unknown to a whole lot of folks. I'm talking even the scientists because they, they continuously come up with all of the different theories and and everything as to how people are contracting this this stuff. Um, I've I've read different articles where it it could be airborne. It I mean it's just and then you got people walking around paranoid because really people don't know how others are getting sick, how people are are getting this virus, and so naturally. There's going to be fear. It's valid whether you are a believer in Jesus Christ or not. I'm a strong believer in Jesus Christ, but I I, I also know 
that when you experiencing this and we don't know what is going on and we don't know what to expect, it, it, it can bring about fear. So what I wanted to do tonight is I wanted to talk about fear and what the Bible has to say about it is we just it, we just really need to address it and and put it out there. This is our reality right now. We are 2020. We never expected to, for it to be like this at all. We were looking forward to brand new things happening in our lives, but this is by far the most craziest thing that um everyone has experienced. So what does the Bible have to say about fear? In the Bible, there are actually two types of fear that are mentioned in the Bible. So the first type of fear is fear of the Lord. Now, what it means to fear God, let me give you an example. You know how you as a kid do something wrong and you know that you're going to get in trouble by your mom or your dad. And it's not so much, well, let me take that back. It might be a fear that they're going to whoop your tail. And, I, and on this show, I keep it real. There may be a fear that they're going to whoop your tail. But it also sometimes ends up being because you don't want to disappoint your parents. And in this case, I'm I'm going to say from that perspective, the fear is that you have disappointed mom and dad because you did something you shouldn't have done, whatever, whatever it was that that you did. Well, it's the same thing when it comes to fearing God or fearing the Lord. Fearing God basically means that you are there's a major respect for God. As a believer in Jesus Christ, you you want to do everything that you can possibly do to please the Father. And so when you are in this journey, as you are walking and doing this life, this this thing called life, we make mistakes. As Christians, we're going to say some stuff that people would look at us and be like, wow, okay, you call yourself a Christian. But here's the deal. We are not perfect. Christians are not perfect. And if anyone actually tells you, yeah, I'm perfect, or they act like they're perfect, they're lying because there is no one in this world that is perfect. The only person that was perfect that was in this world was Jesus Christ. We are not perfect, but we strive towards perfection. And so when you are striving towards perfection and in in perfection, it doesn't mean that you're doing everything right. Perfection actually means that you are whole in Jesus in your relationship with Jesus. You are walking to the best of your ability in this world, trying to do the right thing. And so when you're work, when you're walking and doing, trying to do the right thing for God and you're making mistakes, there is a fear of reverence of the Lord because you want to give him your best. You want to give him your all 
um, as you're growing and learning about God and you're building your relationship with God. And when you make mistakes, it's like for, for, for a lot of people, for a lot of Christians, it's like devastating because it's like, this is God. And all I want to do is make sure that I am doing my best to, to serve God and to please God and, and everything and, and have father be proud of us. So when there is um, that type of fear, that particular fear is respect for, for God. And there is, um, an acknowledgement of who he is and how powerful he is and and how much he loves us and and that he loves us so much that he he loves us unconditionally and he loved us so much that he gave his only son which is Jesus Christ for us and so there is that that fear of of failing god fear of failing god and fear of disappointment of disappointing him um as we are in this journey so basically the fear of the lord is not what is usually portrayed on television where people are being struck by lightning and stuff like that that's not the fear that i'm talking about as far as god is concerned it's actually um a reverencing of how awesome God is and how loving he is and how um, powerful he is and the respect that a believer has, a Christian has for God and so much that you really want to do your best to to honor God, just like um, with your parents and with your mom. You don't want to disappoint mom. You don't want you know, to hit, to have her give you that look like, what were you doing? What were you thinking when you made that decision? You don't want to disappoint her. And so that's pretty much what it's like when you um, fear God. Now, fearing God can bring many blessings. It comes with many blessings. And I'm going to, you know, give you guys some scriptures on that to back it up. So fearing God is the beginning of wisdom and can lead to good understanding. And Psalms chapter 111 verse 10 tells us that fearing God brings about blessings as well. Furthermore, the fear of the Lord can lead to life, rest, peace, and contentment according to Proverbs chapter 19, verse 23. It is also a fountain and life. And that's according to Proverbs chapter 14, verse 27. And it provides security and a place of safety for us. And that's based on Proverbs chapter 14, verse 26. So there are really good examples and really good reasons to fear the Lord. And like I said, it I, I would compare it to not wanting to disappoint God, not wanting to disappoint your father, not wanting to disappoint your parents when you make a mistake. You you always want to do your best to have 
your parents proud of you. And, and it's the same thing when it comes to God, you, and, and, and as a believer and, 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 uh, as a Christian, you always want to make sure that you are doing your best for God. You always want to make sure that God is happy and pleased with what you are doing, uh, for him and, and serving him and just living your best life. God knows that we're going to make mistakes. Don't get me wrong. He he does know that. And so in the second t- kind of fear, fear is not something that some people believe that it, when you fear, you're not, you're not, um, you're not believing God, but God already knows that we are going to experience fear when, because we are in this world, we are going to experience all kind of different emotions. And, um, and so fear as it pertains to the unknown is natural because the key thing is we don't know what's, what's going to happen. We don't, the, the unknown is like, an open wide, an open book to a lot of different possibilities that could or could not happen, may or may not happen. And so the word of God encourages us to fear the Lord so that we are, we can definitely rest assured that God is, 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 is watching over us. And in fearing the Lord, it's like, you know, Lord, I just want to make sure that I'm I'm doing my best for you. And um, but the natural fear is becoming overwhelming. So let's talk about the natural fear or the emotional type of fear that we experience. So the second type of fear that's mentioned in the Bible, of course, is not beneficial to you because in fearing what you don't know is going to happen. It can be, it's like a 50, 50 thing. It something could happen or it may not happen. But in the meantime, in between, we are stressing ourselves out. We are becoming so overwhelmed that we can actually make our own selves sick. And then we, it's like, you see, we're watching the news. We're watching all of these statistics and, and they're constantly showing the number of deaths deaths that have taken place and it's it's what's a, what I'm finding really interesting right now is that they're it's like they are publicizing more about the 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 number of deaths as opposed to the number of individuals that have actually um overcame this coronavirus that have basically um finished the whole 14 days or 20 days or however long that individuals are having to stay quarantined, they're not doing a whole lot of talking about that. They're more concerned, or it seems like they're more concerned about making sure that people understand people are dying from this, which I kind of get, but can we, can we get some good news about this? Can we mention the fact that there are um, a lot of people that are are healing from from all of this um, that are able to not only overcome the coronavirus, but they're now 
you know, able to function and go on with their lives. It's, it's just not mentioned enough. And so with that in mind, when people, when the news is constantly talking about the number of deaths and the number of people that have contracted the coronavirus and the numbers keep growing and things of that sort, fear is going to set in and kick in really big time. And it's like, oh man, fear is so bad right now that people are scared to sneeze. And and this is like allergy season, y'all. This is allergy season. The pollen has been really high. I know here in, in Houston, it's been very high. And so, but people are like scared to even sneeze because you don't want somebody thinking, oh my gosh, she's contagious. I mean, it's, it's, it's crazy. Or cough. If you, you know, if some kind of season or something that you've eaten makes you cough or you, you drink water the wrong way and it gets caught in your throat and you start coughing right away. People are like, oh my gosh, she's got, there's something wrong with her. We need to move. It's just crazy. And so that's what fear actually does. It has you, it causes you to think all kinds of crazy things. And so Second Timothy's chapter one, verse seven, basically pinpoints fear, the emotional fear, the natural fear as a spirit. And that is not something that God gave us. God did not give us the spirit of fear, according to first, uh, second Timothy's chapter one, verse seven. He did not give us the spirit of fear, but he gave us power, love, and a sound mind. He gave us power, love, and a sound mind. And so with that spirit, with that, that spirit of fear, that spirit of fear is has a tendency to escalate to other things like anxiety and worry and and doubt. And then um, it just it gets worse and worse. It can affect your body. It can affect your body physically. It can affect your mind. It's 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 crazy. And I understand that this this situation that 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 we're experiencing it it can be overwhelming but god wants you to know that he did not give you that spirit of fear he gave you love power and a sound mind and he's he's looking for for us to trust and believe that we will get out of this situation we will get through this situation and the key word being through that that word basically is saying that it's this this situation is only temporary yeah we don't know how long this is going to last but we have to trust and believe that god will walk us through this thing he will he said he would never leave us nor forsake us and in in the bible there are over 300 scriptures about fear that the way that God uh, addresses fear is it's a counteract to why we should not fear. There is a, 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 a reason why we should not fear. And um, all of the scriptures that are in there, 
in, in the Bible are basically saying, trust me, believe me, know that I am with you, that I, I'm not going to leave you. I am right there with you. You know, when we are we constantly looking at the television and watching the news and we have people posting different things and different theories and everything, the bottom line is God is in control of this whole situation. Now, you might there might be some people that are listening to this and they're saying, well, if God is in control of this whole situation, then why isn't he doing something? He is. Because if he wasn't, you wouldn't be listening to this podcast. There wouldn't be so many volunteers that are out there that are trying to help those that aren't able to help themselves. There wouldn't be doctors and nurses that are um, that 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 are out there. They they he wouldn't have doctors and nurses trying to comfort those and, and help those that are um, sick with the coronavirus. He is involved in this. He is doing things. He's he's made. I mean, they are dispersing a huge amount of money to to people um, to help them remedy their financial situation. Now, the thing about this stimulus package, it's just a drop in the bucket to what God can do for you. So this the, the stimulus package, it may get you over a hump. It may just supply a couple of needs that you have. But God said he would supply all of your needs according to the riches and glory in Christ Jesus and his riches and in, in, in everything are unlimited. But the thing is, you have to trust him and believe that he will take care of you through this whole thing. Like I said, there are a number of uh, different scriptures that are throughout the Bible that basically encourage us not to fear. For example, Isaiah chapter 41 verse 10 encourages us by saying, do not fear for I am with you. Do not anxiously look about for I am your God. I will strengthen you. Surely I will help you. Surely I will uphold you with my righteous right hand. Now, it's not to say that you can't fear, that you got to try to muster up some kind of way to not fear because you're going to fear. You're we're, we're human. We, we are going to we have emotions. We're, we're going to feel some kind of way because, again, we're looking at this this situation that is just really overwhelming and unpredictable and people are not able to really comprehend the end when will this end nobody knows when this will end we can give throw out dates we can calculate a whole bunch of numbers and all of that but in all reality we really don't know when this will end we can only pray that it'll end hopefully in the next couple of months because it's again, this is this is overwhelming and it's taken a toll on a lot of people. But again, Isaiah 41 verse 10 lets us know that, you know, we, we don't have to fear. We don't have to fear because he is with us. And 
he will give us the strength that we need to continue to go forward in our daily lives to the best of our ability. Yeah, we are stuck in the house. We're having to be very creative in coming up with things to do. And and if we have kids, you got to have, especially if you have little kids, you really have to be very creative in coming up with different games and ideas and, and activities for them to do to keep them very occupied. Teenagers are a little different. I have teenagers, so, you know, they they pretty much are, are in their room all the time anyway. So <laughs> it's no really major difference uh, when it comes to teenagers. They they can find ways to to keep themselves occupied, even if it's just a matter of uh, watching a screen, small little screen for hours on end endless YouTube videos, they are very well capable of keeping themselves occupied. But every now and then we got to get out of the house and and walk around in the sun, see see the sun every now and then. So, you know, we all don't want to be in that particular situation. We don't want to be in this particular situation too long. But again, your, your, your fear is valid. Your fear is understanding and God definitely understands the fear that you have. And that's why he reassures us over 300 times to fear not because he knows that we're going to fear. He knows that while we are in this world, we're going to experience all kind of emotions, but He, again, lets us know, even in Psalms chapter 56, verse 11, In God I trust, I will not fear. What can man do to me? I have a a whole long list of different scriptures that basically validate that even though we are fearing, feeling fear, God is with us. He is not going to leave us. But we, we, we want to trust the love of God to cover us at this day and time, um, to cover, help us cover and deal with our fears. How, how can we deal with our fear? Well, let's talk about that. We can deal with our fear by talking to someone, talking it out, you know, is real. The situation is real. Everything that we're going through is real. So it does help to talk to someone and it's someone that, you know, can give you encouragement that can constantly reassure you that it's going to be okay. It's definitely going to be okay. Psalms 34, 4 tells us, I sought the Lord and he answered me and delivered me from all of my fears, seeking God. God, I don't understand this. This is this is overwhelming. I, I don't know what what's going to happen. You know, there are th- thousands. Oh, take that back. There are millions of people that have lost their jobs and that are filing for unemployment. Not sure how they're going to not sure how they're going to pay their rent. Not sure how they're going to maintain having food in their in their home. Valid fear. But God said he he would supply all of our needs according to the riches and glory in Christ Jesus. He will supply your needs. 
He will make sure that you have what you need for sure. Proverbs 29, 25 says the fear of man lays a snare, but whoever trusts in the Lord is safe. Talk to someone about how you're feeling. Um, I am a biblical counselor and, and making it available to any individual that's listening to this, to individuals that may be like, you know what, I got all this time in the world right now. And um, I've had all of these different ideas and everything, but I've never really pinpointed exactly how to put it all together. I'm available. I'm available on on uh, on Zoom. Just, you know, it's a by appointment, of course, but that is also free to you. I want to help people. Maybe this is a time right now where God is wanting us to just sit down, settle down and say, look, let's have a conversation. Um, Maybe this is a time where if you didn't spend that much time with your children before or didn't have family time before, maybe this is a time for you to take advantage of that now. You know, sometimes, you know, we get so busy doing this and that and going to work and doing various projects or whatever it is. And we forget home. We forget our kids. We forget our wives or our husbands. We forget how to communicate with each other. Maybe this is a good time for you to do that. Take advantage of it. Read a book or just chill. Catch up on Netflix But don't allow fear to overtake you and keep you from becoming the best you you can possibly be, even in the midst of this situation, even in this situation. So I just wanted to encourage my listeners this evening and let you let you know that it's going to be okay. It's going to be okay. We will get through this. I have seen a number of people doing some awesome things, encouraging each other, encouraging the community, uh, going out and doing all kinds of volunteer work or just helping their neighbors, in particular, the elderly, those that are the elderly, those that are not able to get out and do things because they just they just don't have the ability to go out and go grocery shopping or they don't have anyone that can help them with that. If you have a neighbor that's uh, elderly, check on them. Make sure that they're doing okay. Check and see if they need anything. We need to start coming together as a community as a nation to help each other because we have got to get through this and and be able to go forward and again if you need someone to talk to just to just to get it out there just to, to we got time cuz I'm I'm at home too I'll be working from home starting next week so we have the time. Just email me. You can send an email to W-O-V-E inspiration at gmail.com. 
and say, hey, I would love to set up a Zoom video conference with you and just talk this thing out. I would be more than happy to do that. So I hope that this message kind of encouraged you. I don't know. Uh, I want to do my part as well. And I want people to to really understand that you are not alone. There are believers in Jesus Christ that are praying diligently on a daily basis about this situation. And we know that this too shall pass. But you are not alone. And God is with you as well. So um, stay encouraged and keep moving forward. This is Althea with Wove Inspiration, the Monday edition. You guys have an awesome evening and God bless. Hey, thank you so much for tuning in to Wove Inspiration, the Monday edition. If you enjoyed what you heard, subscribe to this podcast on Spotify, Google Podcasts, or Apple Podcasts, where you can leave a comment about the show. If you are interested in being a part of this show, you want to be a guest and share your inspirational story, email me at W-O-V-E inspiration at gmail.com. This is Althea. I hope you guys have an awesome day. Keep moving forward and God bless.